Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah. You have now entered Squared Circle 101. You got your man, the Italian Stallion, Mr. Pinky Ring Shining. Now with me, now I respected his brother because he acknowledged that he had two dads. It's like a bad sitcom from the 80s, except his was a low-income version on BET. My man, Shooter. Hell, what's good, baby? What's good? Hey, let's get it. Let's get this started. We're here to discuss the sweet science. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Champ is here, baby. Ah, feels good. You know what? I feel really good. I'm a little irritated already because, you know, you know, it's, uh, this is one of those first world problems, one of those things that's one of those good problems. It was too many fights this weekend. Way too many. Way too many. What? Another. Way too many. For the and week of seven days. This weekend coming up, a lot of fights. They're not as many big names as this past weekend, yeah. but it's... Nope, but like... No, the industry itself like this, recognizes the great year we're having. Boxing is dead. Close out. Where? Where? You're killing us. You're killing us. If you guys have... Even if you were... Even if you're just commercial or not Cash. even a casual fan, you... You have to acknowledge the presence of this weekend. You can't say boxing. There was no. too many. There was there was knockouts. There was changing of titles. There upsets, was, robberies. There was upsets, robberies. It's Every like, emotion possible we witnessed. It was it was the young and the restless of boxing. Is that, is that are we too old for that? We, no, it's still, still a show, bro. <laughs> the bold and the, the bold and the beautiful of boxing happened I, this weekend. Young and restless might have been better just because that's what it was. We had young fighters. I only fighters, know what young fighters. and restless is because my mom, man, I had no idea what any of young the episodes. and bold and beautiful. You named yeah. the only two ones in existence. That's what they, that's what they watch. <laughs> I didn't say I watched it. The fact that you right. go into detail about it is uh. No, I didn't go any more detail than you did. Now. If you ever missed a day of school, any time between the 80s and 90s of anything, there was court TV. You played outside. Yeah, you played outside. You, yeah. you play outside. Unless you were in trouble. And then you stayed inside. That was the punishment. That's funny because now it's like role reversible. If you want to punish your kids, you take away their stuff and send them outside. See what they do. They're lost. They don't know. They don't yeah, know right. <laughs> like, oh, wow, what's this? I saw, I saw a meme one time. It was like a mom told the kids to go play outside. They set up the TV in the Xbox on the front uh, porch because, you know, the Wi-Fi still yeah. connected that far and they were literally playing video games outside. You can't get mad at them. Um, you got to be more specific than that. Now. My my girl. What? Her son. What, it's one of the new things these kids do now is that they watch other people play video games on YouTube. Bro. Hey, that's the weirdest Bro. thing to me. I'm like, what do you guys right? do? That, hey, that's hella weird, man. That's I, crazy. I, don't to, I don't even know what to say. Hey, man, yo, honestly, yo. though, my fault. I got us off track. Let's got talk about IamRCF.com. Make sure you hit them up and do the 14-day trial. IamRCF.com forward slash contact. The number one draft pick is going to probably win a competition for our IamRCF this weekend. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> but I'm, I'm predicting dominating fashion. My man Lowe is coming in to fill in some ranks. So that's, that's, you know, that's the kind of trainer you want to see. You want to see a trainer that's going to grind with you, in the grind. Because there's those guys that, you know, you see they're in shape, they kind of tell you what to do, but they're half checked out while they're working you out. You know, they might, every four or five lines, they might have something bigger, funny, maybe motivating to try to keep you going, but it's routine to them. This man, he's stepping, like coming out of, it's like coming out of retirement, even though he's in the industry and never really retired. Nah, he's still, nah, he's still doing his thing, man. He, he holds it down out there, man. He's, hey. He doesn't work out with us, but he I see I see what he does in the off, like not under the lights, man. So he's a man, man of style. He's definitely a man of style. Yeah, well, he said we make art out here. That's, That's what he right. says. Man. That's right. Graffiti reference for you. Make sure you hit him up. Do the 14-day trial. People are signing up here. And if you haven't known yet, we're the number one show in the PM in the PNW. And we are running Washington, basically, when it comes to this boxing industry, as far as for just news information, what's coming up, keeping you updated and posted predictions. IMRCF is starting to receive, basically, you know, they're um, benefiting from our own success, basically. And we just through the recommendations we give, the referrals. This is one of those few times in life where I get to say, you tell them Sonny sent you. To <laughs> any one of the locations, you tell them Sonny sent you, and they will not escort you out with security. <laughs> and if they do, my man Shooter will be the one escorting you out. Like, and it's a win-win. Hey, 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 it's a win-win. He's, he's with me. He's, he's with, with me. me. Exactly. He's, it's a win-win. Just try him out. See if it's fit for you. 
it'll it'll humble you and change your life. If not, if not a perspective you have towards it, that's for sure. But I got faith in you. I think you're going to dominate this weekend, and now you have to because I said it. So. All right, man. I'm no gonna be pressure. on it. I'm be on it. Gotcha. How are we really going to win? All right, man. Keys to victory. So I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want basic or do you want really basic? Um, I want. I'm a blunted blowjobs kind of guy. I want basic. You want basic? Success in life largely depends on how you handle your failures. Kind of goes in and ties back to the comeback is always greater than the fall. Yeah. What happens when knife, knife, life knocks you down? Mm -hmm. You know, get knocked down st six times, stand up seven, like Denzel said. Yep. But uh, everything that you go through I largely guarantee. depends. It largely depends on how you handle your failures, man. So, like, it could be, hey... It can be a lot of things in life that are discouraging. Hey. But it's how you handle that after that initial that initial hit, that initial blow. What are you going to do after that? It's another one of those quotes. Perfect for a 13-year-old boy. Hey, just because the first one said no, you don't go out and take the next one. You just try a little harder to get it. You know, you don't want to end up like these other dudes that uh, everybody seems to be going down off of uh, some sort of uh, sexual harassment now. Even You heard about NFL Network, right? Uh, no. Uh, Marshall Falk, apparently. Warren Sapp's name thrown in there, but he's a known womanizer. We're not, we're not, we're not here, here to, to talk we're about We're not here them. to judge anybody. As you say that, we're not here to talk or judge Did anybody. Did it happen there. in Vegas? Because then it might have been illegal. I don't know. That's what oh, we're saying. Uh, we got an action-packed weekend, man. It was a great weekend. We got something we've been waiting for, which uh, maybe a little lackluster for what a lot of expectations man, had, but maybe too, it wasn't. I got too many notes, man, so you got to let me know where we're starting. Because we're going to start with the best dressed fighter in boxing, making his little comeback at the ring, my man Brian Perella. Now, I didn't get to see the fight because it wasn't aired. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was sharp. I'm just going to have confidence to say <laughs> that gonna, he looked good. <laughs> you're just going to give him the, the benefit of the doubt? I see the W. Means he looked good across the board. Unanimous win, four four judges cards. The three judging the fights and the one judging the outfit. We'll give it that to him. Uh, Luis Ortiz, King Kong, somehow you know be able to fight after failing a PED, knocked out Daniel Martin in the second round. Second round. Um, go, just uh, going into this fight, Daniel Martz, he. No. They found this guy. They, yeah, he in, was, yeah, they found him the in the crowd. audience, in the, the crowd, crowd man. Couple, he was a couple not, days before what, the day that he was able to fight. They're like, "Hey, Walker, what are you doing, man? You look like you fight." Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, this guy wasn't ready. He had no match. But um, that's not even the fight that we're gonna. That's not even what, what we're was more about. entertaining: Luis Ortiz calling out Wilder right through the ring, or the fight itself. Uh, Luis Ortiz calling out Wilder just for the simple fact that the disrespect on not just out calling out the champ, but him basically standing over Daniel Martz yelling at. Deontay Wilder like hey man he's trying to get he's trying to stay knocked out and stay you know get regain yep. consciousness and you're standing over him talking about talking like to this guy over here yeah, it, they, they hadn't even hilarious. got him off the they ground didn't, they yet. didn't get him off the they didn't even, they barely woke him up but um now I think he might have said the few words in English he knew to Wilder now like anybody else when you come across anybody who knows any other languages the first thing you ask him is cuss words so I'm gonna go yeah. out on a limb and I'm gonna say that he might have dropped a couple f-bombs in there I don't know if he gets a pass on the N-word, but um, I guess maybe not because of the accent. It might give it away, and he'll probably use a hard ER on accident. Oh, God. Anyway. Wouldn't even no. be cool. But um, them going up face-to-face uh, -face in the ring, they said, Deontay Walter said, I'm going to give you another chance. So hopefully pinning any PEDs or drugs hey, or anything him, hey, like that. You got one chance. God gave you a second one. You know what I'm saying? Take advantage of it. I like that acknowledgement of Deontay Walter. He was still a professional in there. Um when the adrenaline gets pumped in, you can see that um, when you have a language barrier, it, it's not as easy to talk smack to somebody. Oh, wow. That's some squirt. Sorry, it's sprayed all over you there. Usually, you know what? The usually that about, doesn't happen. The thing about this is when you get in that ring, all the language is the same. Mm -hmm. That's right. So it don't matter, it don't matter what they say because none of that stuff's relevant. Mm. It's, we, were talking about, we were talking about this earlier, basketball, football, all those other sports. The two sports. things universal in this world, numbers and fighting. No hey, words that need, real, needed at all. Real talk, at all. man. Hey. So I can't wait for this fight, and I can't wait to watch Wilder hopefully knock this man out. Yeah, because you got something. You got an alternative yeah. uh, right after that, man. Now, uh, Jean Pascal back in the, got a main event on that PBC card against the up-and-comer um, Ahmed El Bialy. Yeah. And his corner stopped the fight. Pascal, I haven't seen Pascal fight with this much energy and conviction probably since he fought Chad Dawson. 
Because he's always had an action-packed style fight, but he'd take long breaks in, in rounds because he would run out of gas because he threw, he threw everything he had with every punch. This one, he was fighting like... And, and you know what I give Pascal props for? Announced his retirement after the win. Yeah, he, he, was probably, he was probably saying it in his head, but didn't tell anybody. But just once he came out, he was just like, all right. This, I ain't going you know, out I'm like done. that. He, thought about, he yeah. thought about Hopkins... Yep. Who he lost to? Yep. He thought about Miguel Cotto, who just lost. Yep. And was like, I'm "Keep your mouth out. shut. I'm gonna go out on my terms. That's keep, right. Keep your mouth shut, man. Smart man. And that and that's what, what, how, what a way to kind of throw shade on the up and comer, right? This is yeah. the guy who's up, up and coming, who took some big shots from him. He stood up to him. Um, he looked like he was pretty much on his way out, and then the corner saved him. So this guy, he might end up with like some kind of a boxer's form of daddy issues on this one because <laughs> they might have just stole this confidence on that. But that's got to be... You can't even redeem yourself, right? Because this guy ain't even... Even if you... You should have beat him the first time, but now, not even an option. Not even an option at all. So, redemption there fell for Jean Pascal. He went out on top, but I like that because he went out on, on the main event card. He didn't go out like a journeyman and we see with a lot of other fighters. Mm-hmm. And... And it's good to see for a veteran that's uh, someone who, who grew with myself anyways in the sport. Um, as, as, since we're on the topic of redemption, Caleb Truox. This is just a classic. Uh, Caleb Truox versus James DeGale for the IBF Super Middleweight title. Never overlook your opponent. Uh-uh, uh-uh. This, is a, this is a slap in the face to anybody, no matter how good you are or as th- a champion or how much of a favorite you are. My favorite joke when I'm at work or anywhere else, and, and, I, and I joke with people about when I, when I over-exaggerate a statement or stance, I always tell them, don't, don't you know who I think I am, right? Yeah. And that's basically what we kind of witnessed here with James DeGale, it seemed like. There's a part of him that was like that, and at the same time, he looked lazy. I felt like he gave away the first four or five rounds of that fight. Well, the thing is, yeah, basically that he wasn't aggressive enough. Um, he had the ring presence of yes, I'm the champion, mm-hmm. but at the same, no work behind it though. Uh, Caleb Trox walked him down for a, a lot of the fight, and he just worked and outworked him. Man, it was a typical boxing match. Actually, it was a really good match. But um, the best the thing Trox did was the distance. He made DeGale fit fight at his distance, yeah. and that's the only way DeGale can win is it is by using that long ass reach he has, keeping you at bay. Set up his shots because his most powerful shots are wide looping shots you see coming from a mile away. He's swinging for the stars. You know, James DeGale, he didn't show his best self this time, mm-hmm. man. Especially with the caliber of fights uh, fighters that he's uh, fought against, he he didn't show who. And uh, now, by no means am I taking anything away from Caleb Truax, yep. but at the same time, James DeGale wasn't his better self. He walked in uh, unprepared, and that he has nobody to blame but himself. So yep. he's the one who got in that ring. He's the one who got to take that L like a man. So. Caleb Truax, man, congrats. Taped my hat off to you. Super middleweight IBF champion. It's a good time to have a pull up his record real quick. Because he's an American fighter. And we always like to see our country win while we are winning, considering that the leader of the free world we have right now probably has us as the underdog <laughs> in terms of, uh, I guess, uh, polls of public, you know, uh, how much the public likes you, I guess. Where's he from originally? What does it say? Born where? Where he lives where? Oh, Minnesota. Okay, okay. Did not see that coming. But I guess Caleb makes sense. It sounds like a Minnesota name. Who's the, how many losses he got? Uh, three. Who's his three losses to? Uh, Jermaine Taylor. Legit uh, loss. Daniel Jacobs. Legit and loss. Anthony Durrell. Legit loss. So, yeah. Those are all legit losses. And then he got that one win that matters. So, big ups to Caleb Truox. Go, go pop some bottles, live in the moment, and enjoy it while it lasts because you are a good fighter. You had a great game plan for this fight, and it, it, not sure if it's James DeGale's fault or yours who won it, unfortunately, but they can't take this moment away. You got a Jeff Hornet, just school teacher at the moment. David Benavidez, George Ooh. Groves, Andre Durrell, Gilberto Ramirez, Callum Smith, Chris Eubank Jr., Jesse Hart, uh, man, well, uh, Jose Uskazagi, oof, you, Jay Leon Love, Caleb Plant, Sweet Hands, Sweet I Hands. Mean, well, the good news is that you weren't supposed to be James DeGale. Yeah. And the rest of those ones, I want to say you wouldn't have a chance, but hey, 
Mike Gravonsky. Yeah. He's, yes, right. Rank 13 now. <laughs> yeah. So, it, I mean, just saying like uh, Arthur Abram, those are just uh, a few of the other cats that's in the super middleweight division. If though, I was so. Brian Halquist, I'd be on the phone right now trying to make that fight happen and try to sell it as a voluntary defense against a raked fighter, try to steal a title for, for, the, for Tacoma. Because that's actually, that's a winnable fight. That's a winnable fight and a chance to bring championship back here. Hasn't been one since Greg Haugen. Lee Selby got the, a unanimous decision win over Eduardo Ramirez. Man, Shabakov lost. Yeah, man. Rene Alvarado, it's okay. It sounds like it was a split decision. So that fight wasn't aired on American TV. We didn't get a chance to check it out. Uh, we'll, we'll try to be better on that. But there were so many fights, man. It was hard to keep up. It was it really hard was. to keep up. Because I, I want to watch every fight. Like this morning, they had a live on YouTube. Showtime had had a... Uh, the, the 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 ladies fighting live, uh, Katie something. I can't remember the name right now. But uh, was, I saw it, but I forgot exactly yeah. what it was. But it was just crazy. Hey, I got the hey, alert. Fix my snare. There it is. My snare. Hey, my snare. My headphones. Here, I my headphones. Yeah, man. Is it? Yeah, is it? See what happens when I leave you in charge, man. You get faulty equipment. That's what happens. You no, know, it's not that, man. It's just when you when you balling on a budget, sometimes you got to make it work. You know, it's like a. It's like a half bake, you know. When he took Mary Jane out, he had eight dollars. He knew he knew his limit. He knew how much he could and couldn't spend. He also robbed a bum. The guy had more money than he is. Is he really robbing? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. He might have been doing the the country a service because he could have been scamming everybody. We don't know that. Uh, we don't know that. We we don't know that man's financial good old situation. Thurgood Jenkins. Thurgood Jenkins. What? How do you come up with that name? Um, pretty simple, but well, that's neither here nor there. But Mary all right. Jane. So let's see. On to the next one of the nastiest injuries that I've actually seen in a while. Probably nastier <laughs> than almost any cut. Nastier than uh, Nassim Rockman's head. Mm-hmm. Nastier than any so, any Ruslan Provotnikov fight. If I had the corner shooter. And explain to him and make him actually listen to everything I've said every day, all day long. That's what would happen to one of his ears before the other one just fall off eventually. Because of the pressure of this nod I'm bestowing to him, it would split right and off his head. That's Holyfield's ear. Yeah, Holyfield was like, Daddy, dang. It was like, you got your ear bit off. Yeah. This man's ear got sliced almost off, man. It was kind of like a scene out of Reservoir Dogs. Right? Exactly. Yeah, just exactly. Basically- like it's like you just got done interviewing with Mr. Black. Is that what you came before the fight? Is that who do who? Blonde, yeah. Mr. Blonde. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Blonde. Mr. Blonde. Yeah. Hey, who'd you fight today, man? Mr. Blonde. Yeah. yeah. So Francisco Vargas, uh, super featherweight, um, super featherweight fight. Action. Uh, Action packed, man. Uh, Action Francisco packed. Vargas. He's always. He's in a couple fight of the years. He's always a great fight. Um, now, he I connected wanna... better shots. It was a phone booth fight from the big. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Smith, one of the Smith brothers, mm-hmm. man, from uh, over over across the pond. Um, Four you, of them. You rec- yep, you recognize him from the fighting family mm-hmm. with the autism short, yep. so he's always going to be. I'm always rooting for him. You always know that, yeah. You're, um, they yeah. always come with correct actually, fights. In so. fact, you're actually kind of a dick if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you really think so, about it, you know, you would make fun of a guy in a wheelchair, right? So they had to stop this in around eight. For, um, they went for a t- yeah. technical unanimous decision. Uh, Francisco Vargas was winning the fight, but the talk of the fight is not even Francisco yeah. Vargas, even though he's twenty four and one now yeah. with seventeen. He, it was definitely a class tells over time fight. Um, Francisco Vargas, big ups to him for not getting cut and bleeding after the after the, the three layers of surgery, surgery they had to repair on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if this is one of those things like putting hair on your head. Do they take skin for your for your butt and put it on your eyes to make it stronger? Is that how that works too? I'm not a surgeon. I'm, I don't know. I'm not into plastic surgery also. Yeah, I'm not into... I ain't got the stomach for... I got the stomach for a lot of things. I ain't got the stomach for, you know, anything cutting, man. I can barely get through the Saws or the Hostel movies, man. Right, yeah, I can't watch those movies at all. At all. They're so, terrible. Well, welcome back, Francisco Vargas. It's, it's You're back in the limelight, but we'll see how long it lasts because you've had a brutal career. He was uh, one of the more privileged family comes from more more privileged or more educated and privileged family in uh, Mexico. So for him to have this fighting style, it's insane. Uh, he's with Joel Diaz now. Now one of the things they mentioned was that they wanted to make him more of a defensive fighter. The last fighter who went through a similar thing in his career was Fernando Vargas. Ferocious Fernando Vargas had a new trainer. Couldn't tell you who off the top of my head, but they tried to work him and turn him into a boxer. Didn't happen. He eventually had this nice action-packed brawl with Shane Mosley and then shortly retired after that because it just wasn't him. And I met this man after the fight. It was a good fight. But I see that, I kind of see that same aura around Francisco Vargas right now. Like his team wants him to not be so aggressive and action-packed. That's why I feel like he came out quicker 
wanting more of a fu- uh, more of a war than right away than kind of letting it happen. It's a fine line between this because you know sometimes deep down in your body you're an action packed fighter. You go in there, you want to get the job done. Mm-hmm. It's like no matter how, how much the training to go through, it's just. Muscle. Hey, I want this guy. Hey, muscle wanna, memory wanna, is I'm crazy. I'm trying to get my hands on him. So, and then at the same time, is you want to you want to be fan friendly, but at the same time, you want to prolong your career, man. But you know, some, that instinct takes um, that instinct takes over. And how we said in a few other uh, shows, circles don't die squares. You man, you are who you are, man. Like Popeye said, I am what I am. I am what I am, and that's all that I am. Uh, he's a gay sailor. <laughs> with big forearms yeah, right? you, if you see the you family go, guy yeah, went on that one they're like yeah your forearms I don't know if you know this that's not what they normally look like yeah. uh, you have two tumors and that uh, the way you're talking you, you had a stroke <laughs> and a speech impediment there it's, 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 a, it's a, a medical anomaly how you're alive and stuff I thought that was hilarious oh man now I hope great. we're not going through this too fast we'll slow down a little bit and maybe we're slowing down a little bit because we're going to talk about who we like specifically not necessarily like the outcome. Sometimes it's part of the game, it's part of the business. But when the first Ward fight, Max Kellerman after after that fight with Ward Kovalev, he, he was like, "There's robberies, there's close, and then there's controversial." Yeah. That fight was controversial. Yeah. This was robbery without a gun. Yeah. Right. Because I couldn't even ju- I couldn't even sit with a straight face tell and justify. That one guy was the aggressor, and that's why he should get the nod. No, because even even being the aggressor, ninety percent of the people who are aggressive towards Mayweather still have a low connect percentage. Ninety eight percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, as far as this man, Tevin Farmer and uh, Kenichi Ogawa, and yeah. I don't want to take anything away from Ogawa because he fought as hard as he could. He fought a good fight. He came forward, but uh, he was dangerous. I saw him really frustrated, but. There's no possible way he won this fight. Can you pull up Tellin Farmer and see if his box rack says the name of his trainer? So, the the craziest thing that the king and the sneak diss has said, and it was a, it was another sneak diss on this one, but so Tevin Farmer, what we saw was a controversial robbery, known as a special defensive fighter, didn't turn pro to his 19, similar to my man Shooter, grew up with 13 other siblings, in a in a half bedroom house. I don't know if that's real. And down uh, in Philly. For- 14 of us in a three-bedroom house. Okay, okay. So you had one more bedroom than Tevin Farmer? <laughs> Spoiled ass over here. Take you little pampered fool. Now, the great, 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 great nephew of Joe Gans, who he looks like, for all I know, his spirit could be embodied in him because for this guy to be this technically sound, at who didn't turn, who started fighting at 19, has maybe probably a handful of amateur fights, then they buy. They probably call him amateur because they, that's how, the only way to get get him uh, licensed as a pro. He got robbed on this one. That's all he I can say. He got robbed, and it was bad because this was for the uh, vacant IBF fe- uh, super featherweight. Ty- uh. Now his trainer, Chino. That's what I was. Oh, that's what you Chino Reigns or Chino. Know. It's like Chino Reigns. I want to say, but I, I I feel like that's a rapper. It's gotta be. There's Chino Excel and Chino what? Does it say anything on there? Mm-mm. Well, anyways, Chino had two fighters fighting this past in this month. With both losses seem to be controversial, right? Or, yeah. or robberies. First one was, or the second one is the Tevin Farmer one. The other one was Jason Sosa when he lost to Eurokis Gamboa. So that's one that majority of the boxing public thought it was a robbery. I could kind of see how some judges might have swayed towards Gamboa, but so, I, so I have nothing for this one. Total punches is the one thing I took out. You had uh, Ogawa with 99 connected, and then you got Tevin Farmer 100 and. 58 connected. So there's a large That's disparity be- when somebody lands. So when somebody lands 50% at a higher rate, you're going to see that, and especially when it wasn't they're not in a phone booth. So if they're in a phone booth, that's one thing because it's kind of hard to see what's smothered, especially when you're looking. You can't see copy box. But this is great when that fourth judge could be there. Who doesn't know anything about boxing? Just look at each fighter and tell me who you think won. Exactly. So it's um. He controlled the fight. Now every he he lost three rounds. That was it. I've been I've been in a this few. This is one of the greatest I've, things I've ever tasted. This moonshine. I'm putting this up there with corn pudding. If you don't know what corn pudding is, you haven't lived. So <laughs> You're haven't welcome lived. for that, man. It's not a hooker. <laughs> so I'm glad you like the moonshine, man. So that's not a hooker too. So I've been in a more than a handful of situations where felony the best, charges. The best decision. No convictions. Pro- the fe- the best decision could have been like, man, I should call the police, and I never would do it. 
Jim Lampley. Remember that episode where he was at Kenny City? I, w- I want to call and tell somebody about this robbery. Like, I, I, somebody needs, something needs to do something. And somebody, <laughs> yeah, right? like, like, there needs to be a hotline for this. Like, <laughs> I need call these judges. Just Be like, I have, a, I have an emergency. Hey. This, I need to report a robbery right and now. Then, and then Jim Lampley, I love this man. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Jim Lampley is, okay, so there's only three, there's only two white guys that I ever want to be. If anybody. Eminem? No. Okay. Hell no. Brad Pitt. James Bond. Okay. John Wick. Yeah. Jim Lampley is right there. <laughs> Jim Lampley is going to be third on my list, man. Because he just says whatever. He says, hey, Harold, Harold, don't ever bring up Max DeLuca as a great judge again. Just, just blatantly, I don't think you're a good judge. Yeah. He's, he's saying, hey, Harold Letterman. Hey, he had, Letterman a, he had an go, off day. Hey, Harold, like, yeah, I, I know, Jim. I I don't know yeah, what he was thinking okay, today. Yeah. Like, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't even say you can't even say nothing about it. Though. Unfortunately, and Harold Lederberg will be never be able to say this about a judge again, hey, ever bro. again. So and the thing is, you it's just one of those things in your subconscious. You've heard Max DeLuca a billion times. If you watched, if you watched ten boxing matches, yeah. you've heard Max DeLuca's yeah. name in three or four of them. Yeah, a couple like, times. He, he's he's a well known judge. That if we said the word DeLuca around you. The casual box fan, they were like, I, I feel like that sounds you, familiar. It's like, it's like that you sounds said, so familiar. Yeah, yeah. It, you really, and you're just like, it's not a name that you're supposed to know, no, no. but it's a name you that you never met know. nobody with that name. Hey, for real. Exactly. And, and it, as soon as you said DeLuca, mm-hmm. you're thinking Max, man. Yeah, so, exactly. but it, anyway, so. Um, His card wasn't even the worst, but the fact that he had a 116, 112, I'm not sure what was going on with him. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Tevin, man. Superior talent. The best Better thing, fighter. Hey, the best thing about him is that. He already had four losses. And I don't know if there's anybody who has a more positive outlook in life. He reminds me of Vernon Forrest as far as her personality-wise. Just a good, just a good Samaritan. Just wants to take care of his family. Mm. Wants to do the right thing. Not get in trouble. And make and make as much money through the career he chose. Torn biceps shot in the hand this year. This and, year. Uh... And it was like, yeah. When he told a story about... What happened with it? At first, it starts off, you know, you hear the thirteen brothers and sisters, blah blah blah. Then, then his sisters, his sisters' baby daddy showed up, and he goes out there to try to calm everybody down because it's a birthday party, and it's the man pulls out a gun to shoot. His instinct, their reaction is to grab the gun. That's a person you want as a friend and by your side anytime anything goes down. Yeah, because it's all reaction. No thoughts, and his heart was in the right place. The opposite of that is a hitman. You know what I'm saying? Not Tommy Hearns, but, you know, like, hitman. That's the name of the game, too. You know what I'm saying? So, because of his positive outlook, if anything, Ogawa is probably going to hurt from this more than that because now his name is attached to it. His trainer, whose name I I don't remember or probably could pronounce, who is training Chocolatito right now is going to hurt from this decision because now people are going to tie him, associate them to that. They're not going to hurt. They're still champions. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you got it. Well, he's going back to thing, Japan. He's going to I mean, Japan. Yeah. He's going to be like, yeah, I beat Tevin Farber. Yeah. You no, know, you, you know. have some jet lag at least. Hey, so I hope you fly on United. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Spirit. We have his playing grounded regard- right now. It's and I've said this on the other side. I've said this on like just like we talked about the Andre Ward yeah. Kovalev one fight. They're not in charge of the judges, man. Yeah. So, like, uh, you can't take anything from a goblin. I, f- I feel for the trainer, fight. man. I feel for his trainer. Two two fights on HBO in a row. Yeah. In a row. Mm-hmm. But and when you did everything right. And they said that he's a great trainer, but always you didn't to be pay, associated with You didn't pay the right fighters. people. You didn't pay the right people. That's all there is to it. They were fighting in Vegas, were they? Doesn't oh. matter. Yeah, that's right. Hey, what did um you seen uh you seen Hands of Stone? Yep. He's like, you can never have boxing in New York City, man. You never know how far it reaches out. They reach out, man. Hey, they just re- UFC just recently started fighting there this year. So, big up to Tevin Farmer, man. It this one thing I used to always joke around at at work when uh we we know his 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 name tag says manager, but we all know who runs this here, right? Tevin Farmer is that guy to me right now. Max Kellerman brought up a great point. Max Kellerman is one of those few guys that can sun me besides my father who can sun me when yeah. it comes to boxing, and he said. Brings up your man Sweet Pea, my man Sweet Pea, Pernell Whitaker, one of the greatest fighters of all time I've seen. Chew. Chew. Insane to watch. She's like, it's like watching a video game or computer because how does anybody move that good? Yeah. Lost his first title opportunity in ex- almost the exact same similar fashion. Seem, show, displayed 
somewhat of a dominating performance, but not dominating enough for the judges. It looked like a 9-3 shutout ended up not being the win for him. Came back, got the world title from Greg Haugen, and then beat, uh, I forgot who, uh, be, then they beat the same guy in the rematch right after Jose Luis Ramirez. So, there is nothing to worry about Tim Farmer because as far as the boxing public, we all know. Yeah, we all know and recognize. And the thing is, t- this isn't gonna. This is a blemish on his record, but this isn't a blemish blemish on his image, man. No, so he'll all. still be he'll still be out there competing. And um, you know what? Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for the next person who fights Tevin Farmer. Right, right. It's like the, it's like whoever plays the Patriots after a loss. Yeah, it's exact like, same yeah, thing. On a bye week, right <laughs> after a bye week. Now, so. moving forward here, because we we're gonna like- talk about the quickest retirement. Uh, unretirement or the shortest retirement in Ever. history. History. Literally within 24 uh, hours. Yeah, I would say, okay, the ninth was a Saturday. So today is, you're hearing this on a Thursday. So literally, what, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, six days. Less, not, not even a whole week. Not even. Not even a whole week. Not even. Mickey Roman retires Orlando Salido, Salido and then Salido unretires. Yeah. So my theory is that Bob Aaron wrote down a number and Salido was like, no, who said retired? I didn't retire. No yeah. one said that. What are you talking about? I was concussed. Something. But yeah. let's talk about Mickey Roman. Let's talk about their records. Even. First of all, it's 100 wins between these guys. Uh, it's 100 a, a wins between these guys and only 25 losses between these. Well, The only men I know that have this many between wins now. between them is shooting firstborn. And we ain't <laughs> talking about boxing matches at all. That's what I'm saying. Right now. That's it. You know, Urban legends types. Orlando Salida, Mickey Roman is still like almost 10 years younger than him. But this is another guy like Tevin Farmer. Well, how, how, what's his age? Want to look it up real quick? Yeah. While I'm, while I'm over here hyping him up, I'll hype him up. His age doesn't matter. I can hype him up. 27. Hey, Tevin Farmer's 27. No, 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 I'm in 10 years younger than Orlando Salido. Sorry. Mickey Roman. Oh. Miguel Mickey Roman, who got his HBO main event debut against Orlando Salido. Wait, no. Not his debut, because the last one he beat was uh, Takashi... Uh, who'd he beat? Uh, Takashi Barra. That's yeah. right. On his HBO debut. Nah, so the last person that uh, he fought was earlier this year. Not uh, not Miguel Roman, Mickey Roman, that's who you're talking about? Yeah. He fought earlier this year. It wasn't Takashi Mira. Okay. Takashi Mira was um, the one on the undercard for the Canelo. That was okay. two years ago. He fought uh, uh, Neri Segulin or whatever. That was earlier this year. Oh, wait a minute. Takashi Mira was... January this year, but okay. before then. So that's when that's when Takashimura retired. Big ups to him. We didn't mention him last week. So Miguel Roman, eleven losses, is that right? Uh uh twelve. What's his age? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. And how old is Salido? Salido's thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Five year difference between them. But another guy that's like uh, But in boxing that five years, man, it depends on how many fights that you fought in that. That's an extra. If he wasn't Mexican uh, man, that that five years is is a, is five a partial years, gap because years, that's an extra ten fights, man. So at I mean, least. if we did the math, if we did, if he's what thirty two, if he fought once a year minus thirty six from that thirty two. Orlando Salido, forty four and 13, 31 knockouts. Uh, Mickey Roman, Roman, fifty seven and twelve with forty four knockouts going into the. 37 years old, Orlando Cito may be the most dangerous person out there, like, as far as, like, age-wise. Unarmed, like, yeah. Unarmed, man. Like, you know, and that's, and as far as, like, could win at any time, you know, you got, of course, your Mayweather's, you got your Klitschko's, you got, you know, people who are, your Luis Ortiz, you know, these kind of guys that are aged, and it's just like, hey, yo, hey. you're just, Miguel Cotto, it's just like, hey, as long as the age doesn't, as long mm-hmm. as Father Time doesn't show up and tap their shoulder in the middle of the ring, these guys can beat you on any I'm given night. I'm here for you. Yeah, for real, so... Um, Orlando Studio is a warrior. Um, warrior. Mickey Roman came out bullying from the start. I love that. Phone booth fight, test the wills. It's basically who's quitting for it. was 50 50 most of the fight. It was mm-hmm. no skill. It was just all heart, man. I sat back and really enjoyed this fight to watch. It, to me, the only thing I could say was that it, it just looked like that the punches bothered Salito more. And I don't think it was because of necessarily power. I think it was just time. Yeah, it was timing, which was that. Uh, Father Time did show up a little bit uh, on Orlando Cedo's side. He was in the um, crowd. He yeah, was watching he's, the fight. He, he, was, he, he was watching the fight. Um, he had a knockdown. Uh, Mickey Roman had a, Roman had a knockdown in round four, round eight. And then uh, they just ended up calling it uh, TKO in round nine. Yep. So, and then right Good after that. Good stop by the he, ref. Yeah. Because you can tell where it was going, yeah. man. It's yeah, you, know, you got to get him out there before he hurts himself. So 
Yeah, that's just one of the things. Like, I commend Timothy Bradley for the way he made his decision with retirement because we see a lot of fighters where we could probably go to the fight that retired him if we watch the entire fight, find the round exactly where that decision happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this might have been one of those moments for Orlando Salido, but he does have that one thing that uh, not many people, like Montel, uh, I want to say Montel Griffin has, um, is he was the first to beat uh, Lomachenko. Montel Griffin was the first to beat Roy Jones. Roy Jones came, it was off of a disqualification, but he still got the win. You know what I'm saying? But Roy Jones came back, knocked him out. Salido will be able to go down in his grave and uh, his tombstone can read, I, I, beat, Lomachenko. I beat Lomachenko. Yeah, so. He can get 20 more losses and never give him the rematch and just say, I, I beat, beat him. Lomachenko. I beat him. He's, he's right. like, yeah, look. He's all right. Every time, he's like, man, right. can't beat me. Right. And nobody can ever debate that. At I mean, you can all. debate it, but a you numbers is number. You can debate it, but that's, that's all you could debate. You can master debate it, but that's it. That's it. Man. Now, one of the best up-and-coming fighters that I've seen in a while, Shakur Stevenson. Now, I don't know if I want to say it's I've seen in a while, but I've watched Timothy Bradley, Sean Porter, Demna Alexander. These are some of the, the, that class of fighters I've watched from the ground up from amateur to pros and followed them their entire career. Shakur Stevens. Stevenson. I, Stevenson. I've read about him. Didn't really start following him until after his, his Olympic debut. This kid is good, though. Like, I don't want to ju- I, I, I don't. I don't want to say that he's really good, but, or is it the exposure we're getting of him, considering that. I like those fighters. I went out and found the information to to watch their career versus it's it's what I love and it's just there because it's already on these big fight cards versus these guys didn't get that. So we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about uh, your boy uh, Mikey Conlon in a second, and I hate just because they're on you know these guys are gonna be linked just because of the Olympics and just because of Bob Arum and just because of all that and then how they're starting out. I had uh, Mike Conlon ahead on who's going to have, who's a better fight as far as like action pack. Who's who's going to be a champion first? Hold on. But after this weekend, Shakur Stevenson has a brighter future to me. I, I was going to say like the, the NFL Combine. You know, everybody's like, who's going to be the better pro? Yeah. I would have I would have put my money on Mike Conlon right off the yeah. gate because he's more fan friendly, got that yeah. superstar personality. Yeah. Um, but Shakur Stevens. He don't even got his man voice yet. He don't his have, balls he ain't dropped, son. And I don't think they and did. You know what it was? His speed, okay. Him going to the body are all right. You know, not a lot of a lot of people headhunt, especially when you're young or whatever. But his constant relentless attack on the body. All right, all right. Great crush. reflexes, all right. Okay, okay. I get that. His calmness and his demeanor and his patience that he had. He was he was baiting Oscar Mendoza. Just to have, just to hit his open spots mm-hmm. for the counter, I saw a, I saw a grown, uh, not a grown man. I saw he no a mature-headed yes. fighter in there. Somebody who's just yes, he knows. Because well, the thing is, well, Mike Conlon, well, uh, Mike Mikey Conlon, his last fight that he had before this, when he knew he was better than this guy. He got caught with a couple shots that he didn't need to get caught with, just because he was out there. All right, I'm gonna take this dude's head off. All right, and he said. Shakur Shakur Stevenson let him come to him, and he just picked him apart, and he just let his game plan like unfold. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous to watch. It was marvelous, marvelous to watch. Not skill wise, but I want to say temperament. Flashes of Terrence Crawford. Yes, yes, yes. Really, what it really was, and well, hopefully, you know, this is this was his fourth fourth win. fight. This was his yeah. fourth fight. Uh, he's two knockouts now. He hasn't unified a division yet. He hasn't. He hasn't done anything. But as far as what I see in this kid, mm-hmm. this is something really special. And if he stays with the same, if he stays level-headed, and if he stays with the same temperament, and he prepares for every single individual mm-hmm. fight, not all right. I got to beat this guy, and then after I beat him, then the, the champion. No, take everybody who's in front of you first. This kid, hey, you're looking at. You're you're looking at when we when we talk mm-hmm. about champ or chump. 
which mm-hmm. we need to bring back actually. Yeah, we do. This is this is this one is of those ch- guys. This is a champ. I would, this I would is a future put my champ. money on champ. Put my yeah. money on champ for sure. One hundred percent. From Newark, New Jersey, same place as marvelous Marvin Hagler. I do also, like how they took Red him man, away. Reggie Noble. That's right, my man. I love the how they Brick City. They kind of took him from Brick City and have him training now in Alexandra, Virginia. Even you don't know where it at. I know where it is. It's okay. up north. You well, gotta I told hide you. him from the rest I, of the public. I told you where it was. You wasn't paying attention to me as this usual. This is part of the show. This is give and take, brother. <laughs> no. You're not supposed to tell him that stuff. <laughs> We're recording. What's wrong with you? Jesus. Can't take this man no more. So one of the things I want to say about Shakur Steven that I've seen is I watched a boy in the Olympics. And what I want to say to him is that one of the things that I I grew up around a lot of a lot of brothers. When I say brothers, I mean like black people. Yeah. Right? And it's more meaningful that every way. time I got disciplined or anybody tried to instruct me and let me know I was doing wrong, they always called me young man. When I was <laughs> when I got a little older. See, that's why I know you're laughing. Because you know exactly uh... what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know exactly and I, and I already know about. the voice. That I already know the voice that who said it. And, and I already you know, know the person. I know. Look that. here, young man. Look here, young man. Yeah, and that's what I see with Shakur Stevenson right now. He's at that young man status, and and it's good because it's mature. It's maturing, but that mean aggression should have a lot of people worried in that division. As long as he stayed focused, he's gonna be really, really good. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. This fight. Oscar Mendoza, he came in four and two with one knockout. So, I mean, it was nobody, but it's how it's how you, it's how you beat the nobodies. And I, I really look forward to this kid fighting in the future. Um, do you think it was a premature stoppage? Nope, it was going one way only. <laughs> Decent stoppage, no complaints about. You don't it have to admit it, but you you kind of got that from me. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just like you saw where this is, you saw where this is going. Man. Yeah, it's you see like, where this is going. Get, yeah, yeah. Hey, pack it up. Let's get him out of here, man. What's up, man? You got somewhere to be? Nah. Some, hey, my man Sonny's over here checking his watch, man. Like, you got somewhere People better to be, up, man. man. People, People blowing you up. I What's got, up? Is it, is, it an emerg- I, is it an emergency? My guess is that the horn fight, the replay just ended because my pops is trying to call me, so it probably has something to do with the fight there. And the other one was just, you know... Just, he didn't watch it at 3 a.m. like I did? I didn't watch it at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If he's up at 3 a.m., as a retired old vet, he's a, he's just getting up to sort of stay. Yeah, you know nah, he didn't get it. Nah, he's just, had, he's just getting home, he ain't man. Not he's anymore. Like, not man. anymore. <laughs> the VA don't cover those benefits. Hey, shout um, out, Pops. Shout out to you, man. Now, another one on this card was a Chris Diaz and Brian Cruz. This was a, one of these fights that snuck in there that I wasn't really prepared for. I've seen the names. Not really familiar with either the fighter, but... Found a gem. Chris Diaz looked really, really good. Yeah, and Brian Cruz, he was coming up. He, uh, Tough he started off a little Tough bit. Fighter. He was slower. Um, he fought a, a little under a month ago. Three so, weeks ago. Like, yeah, yeah, basically. So, started off um, so, knocked hey, down round legitimately, one. Legitimately, they might have found him in the crowd. Punches and bunches. Won the opportunity. Uh, oh, Speed and you power. See the, you see the you see the Bambi in the round two. Ah yes. You see, uh, and if you guys if you guys are listening to us for a while, you know what Bambi the is. Bambi legs. That's yeah, right. We um. Zab Judah. Zab Judah Zoo. That's what Bambi legs is, mm-hmm. man. So you you seen it when it's, your body when your head can't control your legs. What your, what your legs, legs do, that. Yep. So it happens. It's, it's it's gonna become the thing to where it's like if you fall face first after a punch. Stop it's it immediately. A it's a, it's over. When we see the Bambi legs, it's a wrap. Yeah. Because you ain't coming back from it no matter what because your equilibrium is shot at this point. Even if your brain is like, yo, I got this. Your body's like, nah. nah. Everything is off. It's done. It, yeah, it's literally an off switch, man. When you get yeah. hit right there on that in the front of the jawline and all that, it's, yeah. it's done. Yeah. It's done. And it's good reason they stopped it because if they didn't stop it, he might have looked like Tom Savage later. Oh, hope that wasn't too soon. Might have it's, been. It's might never been. too soon unless you're taking a shot at as somebody's lo- direct team. As long as the commentators were like, oh, that was a savage hit. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Don't but, do that. Not in the middle of me drinking, <laughs> man. Chris Diaz, I think we might have found a nice little gem from Puerto Rico. Good speed, good power. 21-0 with 13 knockouts. I love it when fight. you hear those, panch- those punches land. Those panches land. Like I'm from Boston. Those punches land. Because it comes with swiftness. <laughs> it comes with swiftness and power. It was, it was good. It was good. I like Chris Diaz. You know, he's a little pretty on it. it, it born in America, f- now lives and fights out of Puerto Rico. Opposite, opposite. So he must have like some buried gold out there because after a hurricane, I don't know why you're going back like that. Unless you're there as a humanitarian, then I take back everything I said because you're a great human and, Amer- and the world loves you. So 
I think we're going to see more of him in the future, just like we're going to see more of my man, Mike Conlon, fight, who fought, I want to say, Fernando Molina. Yep. Uh, and, and what should have been, Molino. what everybody expected, a easy win, because this man came from Argentina. Top Rank has this thing of ability to find fighters with records anywhere around the world, or find people in the crowd anywhere around the world that looks like they can fight. Because this was a guy who came to fight and made it a fight and made Mike Conlon think. And if Mike Conlon was not a good boxer, would have lost that fight. He's not just a power puncher and a slugger, obviously, but he found a way to win. And you said, not, you said he called, you called him a slugger? A slugger. The first thing I wrote under it is he's a goon. Because <laughs> that's exactly how he fought. He fought like he was a goon, man. Like, like this, this is how it? they found uh, Rocky. Rocky was a goon before he was actually a professional boxer. I told man. you to break his fingers. He said, like, "Hey, man, I didn't think it was. I didn't think <laughs> it was necessary." Yeah. Yeah. He, he got a job. He got to work. He got, he got to work, man. He's gonna pay you. Hey, hey, no. So he's gonna be his own worst enemy if he doesn't. If he doesn't. Um, buckle down and uh, get more discipline, man. He takes more risk than he needs to, man. I think he's, what what it is is that. Bob Arum knows that the Illuminati's coming for him and his time is up. <laughs> He's going to have to, you know, clock in to father time and his dues is paid. He's lived like a it, king, it, like a sultan in the world of boxing. Unless he sacrifices somebody else, man. He could live another 50 years. He makes you never a sacrifice know. every weekend when he promotes a fight. You know what I'm saying? He makes a sacrifice every night and still walking around like looking like he's 65 when he's like 84. You know what I'm saying? Him and, and William Shatner will probably live forever. We just won't know about it. You know? But I think he's trying to milk as much out of everything and everybody before he goes tits up. You know what I'm saying? Because Michael Conlon is a great fighter and superstar caliber fighter. But I, they might be rushing these... Him and Scorsese Stevenson, they might be rushing these guys in a little too soon. I don't think they're rushing them in, man. I think it's just... Uh, I like it, the exposure. Was, when I was younger... I could play. I could hoop, twelve, fifteen hours straight, man. You never get tired. And when you're young, and especially you're a professional, you want those kind of fights. You're super saiyan, invincible. It's, it's your discipline yeah. that's going to keep you, man. In the beginning, man, can you stay focused every fight? Yep. Just like I said with Shakur yeah. Stevenson, man. Yeah. So it's when you're a young fighter, especially you're you're Wolverine, you're Logan. Yeah, you have a you really healing. You're, you have a healing power. So that's no the pain. thing about, and that's the thing about it too. Is like. They're, they both are happen to be four. Well, Mike Con, Mickey, Mikey Conlon is four and zero, oh, and Shakira Stevenson is what four and zero oh now. Mike Conlon is five and zero, five and zero now. Um, and so, like this early of a loss could be detrimental. You know, in boxing, it could be ego wise, the, the too. ego wise too. So you, you may never be the same. So it's I don't think he's throwing them in there too soon. But they have to have the conscious minds and bodies around them to make sure they don't have a whole bunch of yes yeah, men yeah, people yeah, to keep yeah, them yeah. on track. So mm-hmm. you know. So if if anybody used to hang out with Adrian Boner, just just walk past them. Don't hang with those brothers. Hey, don't hang with real, those real brothers. Talk, real they'll they'll talk. they'll they'll tell you everything in the world, like they're trying to get in your pants. But at the end of the day, but I'm pretty. I guarantee none of them are gonna show up in court when Boner's there. You know what I'm saying? Not for a rape charge too. So, but I like McCollum because he found the way to win. Because Fernando Molina was giving him some trouble. He couldn't come forward like he normally does and just knock him out. He had to go to distance for his first time in his professional career. Switch it. He had to switch stances even, but found a way to win and dominated each round. Well, dominated enough to get the nod on the round. I would say okay, Dodden didn't dominate. Just won the round, pretty convincingly. All right, man. Let's get to it. So, a little history here. Go ahead. We'll start off, we'll talk about Sugar Ray Leonard and Roberto Duran. Okay. So, the first time they fought, Sugar Ray Leonard wasn't motivated. He had trouble making weight. Didn't didn't train as he normally does. Nah, he did that. He just... Oh, that was his excuses when he that, fought... That, that was the When excuses. he fought one of the most dangerous men on the planet. He who was had scared. a nickname of Hands of Stones. He was scared. Like, somebody, he hit somebody and was like, it's like a rock hit me. His Hands of Stones. You know what I'm saying? They were like, yo, they were in the past like, and calling him Margarito then. How they knew, I don't know. It's weird. But this, when they had a rematch, I want, I'm going to guess to say the 10th round. I'm going to say ninth or 10th round. I, I know I'm close to that. Roberto Duran went back to his corner, sat down. He said, clear as day, said, no mas. No mas. At the end of the sixth round, of what, which had... A first round of one of the most exciting first rounds with little punches landed I've ever seen, which is amazing. To me. You know what it was? Mm-hmm. We do a lot of comparisons. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what fight that was like. It was a whole bunch of hitting and not really hitting. 
You and your girl outside. Nah. Hector versus Achilles from Troy. <laughs> it, like, I don't know where I came up there from because oh, it was like, man, I was man. like, this is a good fight and nobody's really landing yeah, anything. What a second here. They're blocking everything. No, yeah. that Steven Seagal versus Steven Seagal, yeah, yeah. man. Just oh, like just, literally just grabbing each other's just grabbing over. and just flipping over. Laying on his feet. Like, what do I do now? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> now, see. That was the first two rounds. Of that, and then that was pretty much. I'm gonna assume. I'm gonna assume everybody under my voice right now. You guys already know what's, what's happening, so I'm gonna start from the back. Now, Tin Man Award nominee. Okay, I was gonna Winning ask first, that, but I'm yes, glad you're going yes. right into it. Tin, Tin Man Award no- nominee. Now, I try not to let my personal feelings get in the middle of it, but it's kind of hard not to because, like, I'm probably one of the, the biggest voices and advocates for Guillermo Rigondeaux. Yeah. Who so, did pick him to win? Yes. Now, I did. going back to last week's show, what 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 round did I say Lomachenko was going to win there? It's a one chance. If you remember, I could pull up the recording, but I Go believe I believe my initial response was the sixth round, and that was my final answer. And then I've been preaching nothing but between sixth and tenth, and it, right at the end of the sixth round, nobody heard the words "no mas." So, so this is where this is where it bothers me because the first thing I initially thought was like he quit ten man. You showed no heart. You showed no heart. Snatch it. Then I heard that, you know, he fractured his he fractured his hand. All right, slight pass. No, you still quit. Then there's uncountable fights then, of yes, fighters uh, who continued to fight with broken hands. The, hey, hey, you know what makes it worse? You know what works makes it worse for Guillermo Rigano in this in this asset? Is this the is the weekend right after Miguel Cotto? Tears his bicep and continues the fight. I'm like, if it was like a couple of months yeah. after that, and he could just and, and then he showed no. All the Puerto Ricans right now looking like, at Cuba yeah, like laughing. Like, exactly, and then so and then I come out today and it shows that he did have something wrong after it. it, it it's too much. Like a minor fracture. I'm putting a stamp on it. I'm mad. I still like him now, as a fighter. Lomachenko was the Lomachenko was the better fighter, and that's what um, Guillermo Rigondeaux uh, tweets said. Now out. I had a uh, I had. The house historian schooled me on something, and I can tell you, for what he said, he was probably correct, and I'm just going to regurgitate it, what he said, and take credit for what he said, by saying Lomachenko won that fight in the pre-ref meeting when he was telling him about holding his arms. Yeah, yeah. No, that fight was you know won what? at that moment. It was won at that moment, because the thing is, you Lomachenko, you can tell he studied tape, and he knows exactly what he's going to do. It. Lomachenko, not Lomachenko, but Guillermo Rigondo, he is a, he is a technical bully. So it's like, not only are you a better boxer than 99% of the people that you fight, but then you muscle and you punk everybody, and Lomachenko knew that. Yeah. And then so he had something to negate that. And then so He tried to get dirty, too, in the beginning. He, he really, he really yeah, yeah. did. And then Lomachenko was were, like, no, were, I'm they not were, falling they for were it. They were hitting each other after the break, and then a little moment after the bell. Even though, even, and then the thing is, you've seen a lot of cheap shots on both ends because you see yeah. Lomachenko got a little upset. What? What? You're bothering me. You're moving too much. What are you doing? Hmm? Get my drugs. Too, man, hey. Focus on what you need to say, bro. You ever, you ever, you ever stood up behind a black person when they're sitting down, and they're like, "Hey, yo, man, sit down. You're making me nervous. You moving too much is making me nervous, man." Hey, you would not be good down. in a drug deal situation. I'll He's, tell you that no, right now. I would be great yeah. in a drug deal situation. <laughs> just don't stand around. I don't like. I don't like people. Hey, being hey, over. hey, hey, just hey. What are you doing? Why are you hey. looking out the window? It's hey. nice outside. It's beautiful. Hey, nah, man. Hey, sit. There's hey, ducks I'm out of here. The street. I'm, hey, hey, I'm out of here. <laughs> Have you, haven't you seen a family of ducks cross the street? It's the cutest thing in the world. It's next to no. cat videos on YouTube. So it was I. Good fight for the most part. Good fight for the most part. Strategic um, chess match. Strategic chess match. If, if chess just, was an actually ex- exciting sport, that was that fight. Chess is exciting. Um, what I can, Guillermo Rigondo just ran into a, per, a person who was better than him. Now, no, now Nomaschenko, as he self-proclaimed, Nomaschenko. Great name, that by was, the way. It was perfect, perfect. <sighs> he said he didn't learn anything from this fight because he was the bigger person. Which wow. is a slap in the it's face. It's a Jim Lampley it sleep it's, it's, right there, right? Diss. I like it, too. Because Didn't he like, want to take credit for the win? I'm going to give myself a nickname over this, yeah. but I don't want any credit for this win. But feel free to call me Nomaschenko now. You got to die on your shield, man. Yeah. You got to die on your shield. Like, uh, or, or this is the other thing you do. You, you, you speak in Spanish. You, you, you go over to the trainer and you tell him, hey, I can't do it. I can't win. I need you to stop this for me. You stop it for me so it's not me doing it. Because not only do you not look good for yourself, but as someone who defected from Cuba 
and put your family name at risk as far as for any type of type of future. His son cannot be a boxer because his last name is Rigondo or Rigondow. Because of that last name and his dad defected, he cannot be anything in sports at all, no matter how good his talent is. To, 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 to basically not even find a way to die on your shield, or at least look like you're not the one who just quit and became a tin man, not a me. Not a me. I don't know where. I, I couldn't have called this. Not so, at all. Not at all. But so, at the same time, he's so smart, strategic. It's math. Like It's like when Jeremy Lin first got high, you see in the Asian it, math YouTube you know. videos when it was like, talk about math and him shooting the ball. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like that with Rigondeaux. He, he just did the math. You see the numbers in the air and he knows this, 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 this. N- outcome the same. Isn't it kind of unique how Lomachenko gave us two 10-man nominees? Oh, he sure did, huh? Year after year. Nicholas Walters. Well, Nicholas Walters is lucky because he'd be the first he, winner. He, he, he's, yeah, he's lucky. Again. He would have been the first winner. Now. He needs to thank Eurokas Gamboa. Or no, Chavez Jr. who inspired the 10-man award. Yeah. So... I don't know if you've seen it. The great thing about fights like this is when they happen is I, I wish Twitter was around when Muhammad Ali was fighting yeah. and when Mike Tyson was fighting just just to see yeah. what kind of... It'd so probably be an apocalyptic thing, scene right now and we would be the uh, the pirate radio yeah, for the so, voice of the people fighting the machines. So Bob Arum has found his great white hype, his great white hope, and... Everybody, well, he is saying, and a lot of people are saying, that Lomachenko beats Mayweather at 130. And now they're why would jump, Mayweather they're leap, fight hey, at 130? Hey, hey, and then and then they're leapfrogging, they're leapfrogging Lomachenko over Terence Crawford as pound for pound number one. Okay, so the only people now that we are, only have a little bit of time left, and I have a feeling this is going. ESPN is, basically is is leapfrogging Lomachenko over there because they got a big money deal with Top Rank. And right now, they just had the highest ratings they ever had in boxing as long as this network has been alive. was this past weekend. With this one fight, I don't want to take full credit of my promotions and skills, but, you know, it it obviously shows that the formula works. It is what it is. But Timothy Bradley had it correct. Even if you go off, I'm going to go off a pure resume, and then it comes down to, can Lomachenko beat Terrence Crawford today? No. Not today he can't. For one... The size difference will will pay a dividend, as we saw with Rigondeaux. I didn't think it would matter, but when they were in the ring to each next to each other, there was a size difference. I don't think there was a size difference in the ring because at the same time, Rigondeaux has fought bigger fighters. There, I didn't say they were better fighters or as good as fighters as Lomachenko, but he has fought bigger fighters. Rigondeaux, he's a guy who even when he gets wet, gains weight, he's still gonna look skinny and slim. He doesn't he doesn't carry it in his shoulders like Lomachenko does, right? And so Lomachenko is always going to look a little wider and bigger. But he definitely towered above him. But if you, unless you think Lomachenko could beat Terrence Crawford today, there's no way he's the pound for pound. Unless Lomachenko, to me, unifies an entire division instead of using your name and, and promotion company to get big fights, which is great as a businessman, but does not mean you're the pound for pound number one to me as a student and fan of the sport. No, he's not the pound for pound best fighter. Terence Crawford in there is just disrespectful. It is. Um, it's a slap. In, it's a slap in the face. Like I'm tired of like. This is the reason why we make sure we're careful of what we say and we yeah. choose our words. Sometimes we get a re- little reckless, but you know who cares? And you won't do nothing about it. Anybody who has a problem with yeah. it. No, not as long as I'm standing there. <laughs> not as long as my man Sonny over here saying it. I'm saying standing it. here. The thing about it is, man. One. We always talk about how you having no losses is not the end-all, be-all. But one, you're not even undefeated. Mm-hmm. No. So on two accounts, you're not Terrence leapfrogging. Crawford beat you're not, Slito. Hey, hey. On two accounts, you're not better than Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford has a resume, and he's he's unified all four titles, mm-hmm. and then vacated them just so yeah. he can move up and take care of and try to take care of the Welsh division. Out. Mayweather was a killer at 130. Mayweather oh, was a killer. Period. That's when he was not going to be allowed. That was when he was still. That was that was pretty boy Floyd. Yeah. And then the thing is, my favorite former. And the thing Mayweather. is, and what some of the things that I was hearing in the forum was like, oh man, Floyd lost to Castillo or whatever. Now, now to the eye, yes, he lost to Castillo on paper. But on paper, he did not, and then he redeemed himself. You have a loss to Orlando he Salido. Dominated homeboy. his redemption. Yes, yes. You have a loss of Orlando Salido, man. You can so never no, redeem you can, that you can never redeem, never whether redeem. we know you won or not. That's on you, bruh. So 
I just need everybody to calm down. Just it's so easy to get. One. It's so easy to get caught up in a moment. If you look at my notes, I don't have anything for the Rigando Lomachenko because I don't want my. I don't want to be in my feelings watching this fight, and I wanted to watch it again, and I didn't even get a chance to watch it again because it was just too much. But at the same time, is you guys stop crowning these kings too early? You guys are pissing me off with it. Yeah. Let let it ride out. Let's see what their career is going to be. It's always good to have hopefuls and to see their career flourish. Lomachenko is a great talent. This guy is beautiful to watch. Is honestly, he Amazing. may be he may be the most entertaining fighter in boxing. Yes, like it, yes. honestly, and I love Terence Crawford. Terence Crawford is my favorite boxer as of right doesn't now. Doesn't have the personality but like Lomachenko though. No, yeah. he doesn't have the personality. And then the thing is, the way he beat Terence Crawford beats everybody convincingly, and it's no. beautiful. But as far as eye candy. Lomachenko is probably like the best thing to watch. And Lomachenko is kind of like getting insulted by a British guy. You kind of walk away like, okay, well, I didn't look at it that way, man. It's okay. Thanks, bro. It's cool. You look at it as constructive criticism because they're so professional and polite. You just have no choice but to like them or you fall in love with the accent. That's how Lomachenko is as his entire style as a fighter, Mm -hmm. his personality. We see him trying to speak English, trying to learn the language because he knows that's what you got to do to shine in this sport. And, and, and he will continue to shine, but you wait number one pound for pound. Nah, you got to get past Terrence Crawford. Nah, and then the thing is, I'm taking a stance right now, so I figure I don't like to, I don't want to make case by case basis. You got to have an impressive record yeah. and resume to me for me to put you at the top or even to be considered. Yeah. You may be yeah. at the tail end of my top five, maybe. This is how we can prove Terrence Crawford's pound for pound. He's going to fight Jeff Horn, who just won recently. Yep, uh, T, uh, TKO, round 11. Round 11. So that's all the, cre- that's all the credit you're going to get. The fight was at 3 a.m. We're recording right now as the replay happens. We know what happens with the fight. We'll watch it later. If, if there's any information on it, we'll give you the breakdown on it. But Jeff Horn and his trainer actually said, oh, there's holes in Crawford's game that we could use that's beatable. I, I haven't seen them. I mean, yeah, everybody has holes. Nobody's yeah, I mean, perfect. Oh, you mean putting one in them with a bullet, right? Yeah, so, okay. So Andre Ward has holes. Yeah, probably three of them in his wife <laughs> that he uses on a daily. He's retired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. He's enjoying life right now. My that's, man. That's my man. But, the thing is, hey, Deontay Wilder has holes. You know what I'm saying? Anthony Joshua, Terrence Car- Everybody has yeah, holes. Everybody. Lomachenko has holes. Mm-hmm. Do you have the talent to exploit Can it? Can you do it? Jeff Horn, you don't. Nope. So, bro. All right, man. Hey, let's get on. So, let's... when we say number one pound for pound, once, okay, assuming that Assuming that um, we'll go through those three real quick, and we'll talk about the main event. But assuming that, that Terrence Crawford time, does not lose, we're gonna we're gonna tease this, and we'll see if we're right later on, maybe at the wrap up. But once he gets to that WBO belt, we'll see how far it is, how long it's gonna take to get a unification with another champ. Now we also have Jesse Vargas making his comeback this weekend versus Aaron Herrera, uh-huh. John John Molina versus Ivan Redcatch in a do or die situation. What everybody is already discussing as a career. Moment, because if you lose this, you may not ever get a contender shot and become nothing known as more of a journeyman. Ivan Redkitch, career came to a left turn when he got knocked out by Dejan Zlatichkin. John John Molina got fight of the year against Lucas Matisse. Ended Ruslan Pravodnikov in a non-exciting fight, but then he couldn't make weight and got destroyed by Terrence Crawford, which he deserved. So we'll see who comes out on top. Diego Chavez Jr., weird career. This guy came in from Argentina to fight Keith Thurman, his first loss. Has a no decision, a disqualification against Brandon Rios to what should have been a crazy fight, and a draw against Timothy Bradley. Now he's fighting Jamal James, who we saw lose to Jordanis Ugas. Mm-hmm. Now the main event, Billy Joe Saunders and David Lemieux. Okay, I'm making my pick first because I don't want you to take steal my pick, and if you try to steal my pick, you're taking the other guy anyway. Okay. So, so... David Lemieux. <laughs> no, that's not who I'm picking, though, so... Are you picking David Lemieux, really? Hell no, I'm not picking David okay, Lemieux. I'm okay, taking Billy Joe Saunders, man. David Lemieux's gonna knock him out there. Okay. Is that, <laughs> that's what I said I wanted to talk first. I, like, look, look. I like technical fighters. I like boxers. And from what I see... What was it? What did we watch? What did we watch last week? What did, what was it last week? What fight did we watch last the week? Kodo, Saddam Ali. The Koto Sadam Ali. The Koto Sadam Ali. So even though Koto had the even though Koto had the tear in his experience, bicep, I it didn't, was the experience. Didn't show it. Yeah, he didn't show it though. But 
if you stick to your game plan and you box, man, you t- it turns out you can yeah. win. So we don't know which, and I think I'm taking Billy Joe Saunders because I really don't know which David Lemieux is going to show up. And I think if are we going to get WWE if, Fat Lemieux or are we going to get the guy who was in shape and ready for Billy a war Saunders, against Trilogy? If Billy Joe Saunders sticks to his game plan and he sticks to boxing, I think he can uh, negate all of David Lemieux's power. So that's what I'm taking. I stick by my story. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna tell you. So, typically the slick fighter can win. But I remember seeing Curtis Stevens get knocked out on his birthday. Mm-hmm. Get slept. Yep. Possible Kate. I, I, he didn't get my bonus Kate of the year, but it that, might I, be one of them. I picked that one too. I'm gonna say David Lemieux. David Lemieux might knock this man out, and if it's if it's gonna happen, it'll happen between the seventh and ninth round. If I was from the movie Snatch, I'd pay him for the third. But I I have. I have to I have to stick by my guns, man. Like as far as how I rank my pound for pound fighters and how I'm gonna when it's fifty fifty and it can go either way, how I'm gonna rate my boxers and just being a the better boxer, I have to take it over the power. Now I don't know if that's gonna hold up when we talk about Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, but and that's about hey, too far hey, down the road. When you get hit on the chin, yeah, and you're complaining about getting feeling in the back of your and head, that's where I don't know. But the thing is, with fifty yeah. fifty, well, how am I yeah. gonna pick if I'm gonna be gonna do that? So real quick, Billy Joe Saunders, man. Slick fighter. All I know is with both these guys, they know that there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. They and that's know, it. They they, know, and they also they know, know to listen to us know. every single Thursday and download that Square Circle app available in Google Play and iTunes. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101 or on Instagram at Square Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Make sure you do it. Man, somebody tell me I suck or I'm great. Anything. Tell me I'm I'm awesome. Shout out to Portland MMA. Shout out to Steve Forbes on December 9th for launching his promotional company. Bring your Portland boxing back. You listen to the number one show in the PNW, and we hot, baby. Hey, man, Burn sound it. like Funkmaster Flex. Man, shout out to Kid Capri, G- DJ Cypher, man. What's up, man? Hey, Clue. Hey, yo, come get this. Ron G, man. man. Come hey, man, get this. Let's, Funk man. Flex, let's, go. let's, let's do, do it. Let's do this. Ah, all right. We'll talk to y'all next week. Yeah, no, we're not. Oh. Anyway. How we winning? How we sitting? <laughs> how we sitting? Success in life largely depends on how you handle your failures, man. That's right. Hey, there's your keys to victory. So when for that the week. hot chick says no and you get that seven, just remember that seven will lead to a ten because those tens want to know why you got them. Yeah.